Amen. Well, welcome to the house of the Lord. Welcome to 2021. Looking forward to a year full of the goodness of the Lord, the provision of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, the life of the Lord. Amen. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of John, chapter 14. It's great to be in the house of the Lord with each of you today. John 14, verses 1 to 6. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. But Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Let not your heart be troubled. What is the cause of a troubled heart? An agitated, troubled heart. Inward commotion, a disquieted, restless heart, a heart struck with fear and dread, an anxious heart, a distressed heart. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. There is a longing in humanity to know the way. The way one should go, the way one should take, the way one should follow, the way things are going, the end result of endeavor or circumstance. There is a longing in humanity to know the truth, to know facts, reality, to have certainty, to know substance, to have assurance. There is a longing in humanity to know life, to feel like it matters to feel like it's going somewhere, to understand what it's all about, to understand time and its essence. We may try and suppress the longing inside of us. We may ignore it, push it aside, or act like it does not exist. We may seek to drown out the cry inside of us with the noise of distraction, attraction, and even addiction. Yet deep inside, there is the need. Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. What is the cause of a troubled heart? Can I suggest not knowing the way? Not knowing the truth? Not knowing the life? The source of humanity's troubled heart the heart of the collective and the heart of the individual is unbelief. Unbelief in what? Rather, unbelief in who? Jesus. John 14:1, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now, I understand that Jesus is not dealing with the unbeliever in John 14. The unbeliever doesn't believe in God. Or the unbeliever, according to Scripture, believes in God or a God, but does not believe in or accept the Jesus of the Bible. So, who is Jesus speaking to here in John 14? Jesus is speaking to his disciples. You see, for the disciples of Jesus Christ, Jesus 
is the earthly example. For those of us here today that call ourselves followers of Christ, that have taken him as Lord and Savior, he is our earthly example. Hear these words today, while we see here his confidence as man, we also feel that this is not a speech which a mere man would have ever uttered had he been a good man, for no mere creature would thus match himself with God. That Jesus is a good man, few question, but that he must be God is therefore proven by these words. Would Jesus bid us trust in an arm of the flesh? Is it not written, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh his flesh, maketh flesh his arm? Yet the holy Jesus says, Ye believe in God, believe also in me. This association of himself with God as the object of human confidence in the time of trouble betokens a consciousness of his own divine power and Godhead. And it is a mystery in whose difficulties faith takes pleasure to see in our Lord Jesus the faith of a man for himself and the faithfulness of God for others. Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. He brings it down to the personal level. Not just do not let your hearts, do not let your heart. So what is the cause of a troubled heart for the believer, for the disciple of Jesus? The answer is troubles. Do not let your heart be troubled. John 16, these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now listen, there is a wealth of text between chapter 14, verse 1, and chapter 16, verse 33. And I would encourage us to read it. Let not your heart be troubled, Jesus said. How many know it's true? And he brings it down to the personal level. He doesn't just say, let not your hearts. Because the reality is you can be living in a house with your own family and one has a troubled heart while the rest have untroubled hearts. You can find yourself in a relationship, even in a marriage, and you yourself have a troubled heart. Or your spouse has an untroubled heart. We can talk about relationships in the church, some with troubled hearts and others that are following the Lord, others that have not let their heart be troubled. Jesus tells his disciples of things that will take place. Troubles, trials, persecution, tribulation, and so on. The NIV Bible reads, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. He doesn't try and skirt the issue. He doesn't try and hide the reality from his disciples. Jesus is saying, listen, in this world you will have trouble. It's a part of the process. It's a part of life. It's a part of the dress rehearsal for eternity. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. The Voice Bible reads, I have told you these things so that you will be whole and at peace. In this world you will be plagued with times of trouble, but you need not fear. I have triumphed over this corrupt world order. The message paraphrased, do you finally believe? In fact, you're about to make a run for it, saving your own skins and abandoning me. But I'm not abandoned. The Father is with me. I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But take heart. I have conquered the world. J.B. Phillips, New Testament, you will find trouble in the world, but never lose heart. 
I have conquered the world. Jesus is saying, do not let your heart be troubled. Receive the word today. Take that word in. We all need to hear it. Troubles. Here's a short list. Dilemmas. Anybody facing a dilemma today? Predicaments, difficulties, worries, distresses, anxieties, cares, pressure, anguish, burden of heart. What happens if we let the trouble consume and overtake our hearts? Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. What happens if I, what happens if you, what happens if we let the trouble consume and overtake our hearts? And the answer is this. We lose heart. We lose heart concerning relationship with the Lord, concerning, concerning his house, his kingdom. We lose heart concerning our own families, occupation, whatever the endeavor might be, ministry. You fill in the blank today. We lose heart if we allow the trouble to consume and overtake our hearts. What then is the answer? How do we guard our hearts from trouble though we face it? Listen, you will face trouble. Newsflash. The unbeliever and the believer alike face trouble, but we have a hope. We are not as those that do not have hope. We have Jesus. What then is the answer? How do we guard our hearts from the trouble though we face it? It's very simple today. Believe in Jesus. Not trying to present some new idea or new ideal or new way, some new sophisticated way. John 14, 1, his own words, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. You see, no matter the trouble we face, Jesus is the way in the trouble. He's the truth in the trouble. He's the life in the trouble. No matter what we face, no matter the trouble that comes our way, Jesus is the way out of the trouble. He's the truth above the trouble and he's the life beyond the trouble. No matter what we face, Jesus is the way we take heart. Jesus is the way he is the truth that guards our heart. He is the life that feeds our heart. You see, no matter what we face, Jesus is the way to an untroubled heart. You believe in God, believe also in me. He is the truth that holds the untroubled heart, and he is the life that sustains the untroubled heart. So what then is the answer? Jesus that's the only answer I can give you today. And oh, that it be the only answer we provide, the answer that we give. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. What can we do that our hearts be guarded from the effects of the trouble that we undoubtedly will face in this life on this side of eternity? The trouble that is part of the process, the trouble that leads us to the end of this age and to the glories of eternity. What can we do to guard our hearts? I present to you this is the answer. Study Jesus. Study Jesus. Hebrews 12 verses 1 to 3 in the message. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blaze the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we'd better get on with it, strip down and start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. Is there anybody in this room today you've lost sight of where you're headed? Entering this new year, having lost sight of where you're headed. 
Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed, that exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through. That'll shoot adrenaline into your souls. Anybody in the church today flagging in faith? Having entered a new year, a new season, flagging in faith? Verses 2 and 3 in the Amplified, looking away from all that will distract to Jesus. That's a word. That's a word for some here today. Looking away from the distractions. Now is the time. Looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. In this world, in this life, we will face trouble. But we can't let our hearts be troubled. You see, the trouble is part of the process, it brings us to maturity and perfection. Faith proved is more worth than gold. The text continues, He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Just think of him who endured from such sinners grievous opposition and bitter hostility against himself. Reckon up and consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you may not grow weary or exhausted, losing heart and relaxing and fainting in your minds. Well, Jesus, you don't know what I'm facing. You don't know the opposition. You don't know what I'm going through. Well, I would encourage you today to come before your Lord and Savior with your little list. Reckon up and consider it all in comparison with his list. Compare it to his list. Compare it to what he went through. Lord, you don't know my list. There's nobody in the church that I can even relate to. They don't know what I'm going through, all the struggles and trials and troubles that have now gripped my heart because I've allowed them to, even though your word says, do not let your heart be troubled. Jesus, there's nobody that understands. Jesus understands. Reckon up and consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you may not grow weary or exhausted, losing heart and relaxing and fainting in your minds. Listen to these words, verse 3, the voice. Consider the life of the one who endured such personal attacks. Anybody here enduring personal attacks today? Attacks against your character. You're being unjustly attacked. Consider the life of the one who endured such personal attacks and hostility from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. Study Jesus. Look to Jesus, the author, the finisher. Study how he did it. Go over it item by item. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the answer. The Passion Translation, so consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who oppose their own souls so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. We serve a Savior that lived in this world. He experienced trouble. He faced trouble, and he overcame. What does Romans 8.37 say? I want to remind you today that it says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. More than conquerors. You know what that literally means, more than conquerors? To vanquish beyond, gain a decisive victory. That's who you are. That's who we are. 
Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. It's through him. Don't miss that today. Through Jesus. He's the answer. Studying Jesus is the answer. Do not let your heart be troubled, Jesus says today. What should the condition of our hearts be though we experience and face trouble? I'm just going to give you a real short list. Feel free to add to it. What should the condition of our hearts be though we face trouble in this life? Peace. Assurance. Joy and rejoicing. Contentedness. Zeal and devotion to Christ. Listen to these words. Trusting in Jesus Christ, my Savior, there is still a blessed quietness in the deep caverns of my soul, though upon the surface a rough tempest may be raging. Trouble? You come here today with trouble, facing trouble? Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. He didn't say we won't face trouble. But he said, do not let your heart be troubled. Trouble? You're telling me we can have peace? Though we're facing trouble, a peace that surpasses all human understanding, transcends human understanding, that the world doesn't even understand, that we can't even explain fully? Yes. Assurance that this world can't figure out? Though we're facing trouble? Yes. Joy and rejoicing? Contentedness? Zeal and devotion to Christ in every season, on the mountain, in the valley, and everywhere in between. Trouble? Yes. We face it. But for the believer, my short list is peace, assurance, joy, and rejoicing, contentedness, zeal, and devotion to Christ. You say, is it possible? John 14, 1 to 6, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. And how can we know the way? And Jesus responds by saying this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Trouble, yet for the believer it's peace, assurance, joy and rejoicing, contentedness and zeal and devotion to Christ. The answer is yes, it's possible. Because Jesus is our way, our truth, and our life for this life. And he is the way, the truth, and the life that carries us to our eternal home. I want to remind the church today what a glorious hope we have. And ask this question, why should we have troubled hearts? Don't let your heart be troubled, Jesus said. Your heart. He brings it down to the personal level. Do not let your heart, not just the collective unit, he cares about your heart today. He cares about your world, what you're going through, what you're facing. Not just the collective unit. We serve a personal Savior. Jesus comes and he says, do not let your heart be troubled. Share these words from Charles Spurgeon. The Lord talks to us as if we now knew all about his goings and doings. And so we do as far as all practical purposes are concerned. He says, whither I go ye know. He has not gone to a place unknown, remote, or dangerous. He has only gone home. Whither I go, ye know. When a mother sends her boy to Australia, she is usually troubled because she may never see him again. 
But he replies, dear mother, the distance is nothing now. We cross the ocean in a very few weeks and I shall speedily come back again. Then the mother, if cheered, she thinks of the ocean as a little bit of blue between her and her son and looks for him to return if need be. So the Savior says, whither I go ye know, as much as to say, I told you I am going to your own father's house, to the mansions whither your spirits will soon come. And I'm going for the blessed purpose of making it ready to receive you in the entirety of your nature. You are thus made to know and all about my departure and my business. I'm going to a glorious place, which I have not seen, but my spirit will reveal it to you. You know where I am going, and you know also the way by which I am going. I am going through suffering and death, through atonement and righteousness. This is the way to heaven for you also, and you will find it all in me. You shall in due time enter heaven by my atonement, by my death, by my sacrifice, for I am the way. You know the way, but remember, it is only the way and not the end. Do not imagine that the wicked can make an end of me, but believe that Christ on the cross, Christ in the sepulcher, is not the end, but the way. This, beloved, is the way for us as well as for our Lord. He could not reach his crown except by the cross. He could not reach his crown except by the cross, nor his meditorial glory except by death. But that way once made in his own person is now open for all who believe in him. Thus you know where the Lord has gone and you know the road. Therefore be encouraged, for he is not far away. He is not inaccessible. You shall be with him soon. Let not your heart be troubled. Except by the cross. Take up your cross and follow. Deny self. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who gave himself for me. Can have the worship team return. He continues. Oh, brave master, shall thou be followed by a tribe of cowards? Oh, brave master, shall thou be followed by a tribe of cowards? No. We will not lose heart through the trials of the day. O holy master, thou didst meet thy death with song, for after supper they sang a hymn. Shall not we go through our griefs with joyful trust? O confident Lord, bidding us believe in thee as in God himself, we do believe in thee, and we also grow confident. Thine undisturbed serenity of faith infuses itself into our souls, and we are made strong. When we hear thee bravely talking of thy decrease, which thou hadst to accomplish at Jerusalem, and then of thy afterglory, we also think hopefully of all the opposition of ungodly men, and waiting for thine appearing, we solace ourselves with that blessed hope. Make no tarrying, O our Lord. Amen. A troubled heart. You're here today with a troubled heart. Do you know God? Do you believe in God? Do you know Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in the Jesus of the Bible? Not some other Jesus. Not some man-made Jesus. Not some new definition. 
not a hipper Jesus. Do you believe in the Jesus of the Bible? He said, in this world you will have trouble. Do not let your heart be troubled. Out of the heart flows the issues of life, right? Well, when you got a troubled heart, things get messed up. <laughs> Do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior? Do you know him as the way, the truth, and the life? He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There's salvation in no other name. You have a troubled heart today? Give your heart to Jesus. Open up and invite him in. Are you in this place today and you have a troubled heart? Are there any believers here today with troubled hearts? Any believers who've lost their way, they're uncertain of where they're going, of where they're headed? Any believers in the room today, any disciples in the room today flagging in faith? Caving under life's pressures? It can look good on the outside, but on the inside there's a troubled heart. Pretty soon the trouble comes out. Try and hide it, try and mask it. Put on the garments of this world, trying to hide it. Any believers here today with troubled hearts? I'd encourage us all, it's time to study Jesus. to study Jesus like never before. It's time to take him as the way in and out of the trouble. It's time to take him as the truth in the trouble and it's time to take him as the life, the source and the strength in the trouble. We're gonna face things in this life. Seasons come and seasons go. I hear these words and I believe them to be true. How important it is that our hearts should be filled with consolation. Happy religion in which it is our duty to be glad. Blessed gospel by which we are forbidden to be troubled in heart. Forbidden to be troubled in heart. Think about it today. We shouldn't be those that are troubled in heart because we've got the answer. We've got the one who is peace, who is assurance, who is hope. No matter what we're facing, we are not like the unbeliever. Have we forgotten that? Do not let your heart be troubled, Jesus is saying today. We're not thinking about somebody else on the right or the left or a family member. We're looking at ourselves today. Jesus is saying, do not let your heart be troubled because the reality is you might be in your home right now. And everybody thinks it's all okay. But Jesus sees your heart. And Jesus knows that your heart is troubled. And today comes as an encouragement, a warning, a caution. Jesus comes with his word. Whatever you're facing, whatever you are going through, maybe your spouse doesn't even know. Maybe your kids don't know. Maybe your parents don't know. Maybe nobody knows what's really going on in the inside, but you have a troubled heart. Because you've allowed the troubles to consume and overtake your heart, you've lost heart. You've lost heart. Jesus comes today and he says, do not let your heart be troubled. You 
believe in God, believe also in me. Believe also in me. How important it is that our hearts should be filled with consolation, happy religion, in which it is our duty to be glad. Are you glad? Is there gladness in your heart? Joy in your heart, rejoicing in your heart? Well, if all the troubles went away, if Jesus dealt with my list, if I could trade my list, that's not the answer. If life looked like this, if my bank account looked like that, if I could go here, if I could do, that's not the answer. That's not the answer. The world runs around like a chicken with its head cut off, looking for an answer like that. The believer doesn't. For some, I feel a word. I shared it with an individual in between the services. Godliness with contentment is great gain. You need to start to look at the greatness of God in your own life. You need to start to praise him, even for the small things that you think insignificant, like food on the table. Enough to pack up for leftovers and put it in your fridge. That you can walk over and turn your tap on and drink water anytime you want, yet you go and buy bottled water. How blessed you are. You can afford bottled water shipped in from Fiji. Bottled water shipped in from France, from Italy. You know I'm right. You don't think you're blessed? You know how many people on the other side of the planet would trade their list for your list right now? My list! If I could have a better set of wheels. All, all my problems would be solved. on the other side of the, they don't even hope or dream of owning a car. You sitting here, you got two in your garage. Do you understand what I'm saying? If I only had a bigger house, if I only had this, if I only had that, if I only, that's the way of the world. Listen, I'm not saying God doesn't want to bless people. He 100% wants to bless people, but you're blessed to be a blessing. You got to remember that. That's the heart of God. He wants to bless you, but you're also blessed to be a blessing to pour out, to give back, not just to keep to yourself. Are you glad? Are you filled with gladness? I'm not talking about gladness that can be taken away. You know what I mean? You lose it all in investments and it's like, my gladness is gone forever. Pack it in, troubled heart. The way to the world, walk around like that for the rest of your life and enter eternity with your head hanging down. That's gladness that can be taken and stripped from you. There's a gladness that nobody can take from me and I hope that's your confession today and the reality of your heart. There's a joy that's untakeable. It doesn't matter what I go through, no matter what I face. I look at what Jesus faced. Wow, my list. I think I better burn it. I think I better get rid of it. Now listen, he cares about your list. I don't want you to think he doesn't. That's not the point. But I don't believe he wants us to come constantly before him with this list and like, do you get it, God? Look what I'm dealing with. You gotta fix my life. No, in the midst of it, while we're facing trouble, his heart for us is that we have peace. His heart for us is that we have assurance that we rest in his care, that we trust him as the provider, that we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and know that he'll take care of everything else. What does the world do? They seek first everything else. And believers that have a troubled heart can also fall prey to this where they start to seek first everything else. And the kingdom of God's on the back burner. Do not let your heart be troubled. I'm preaching to myself today. Do not let your heart 
be troubled. Lord, help me. Help me, Jesus. We all face pressures. You want to know what? I don't think any, any two people in this room would have exactly the same list. That's why he says, do not let your heart, because he knows your heart. He knows what you're going through. He knows the troubles you as an individual are facing. Troubles that you can't even explain to your spouse. Troubles that you can't even explain to your kids or a fellow believer or perhaps even a pastor. God sees. Jesus sees. He knows. And he says, do not let your heart be troubled. It might look different for you than it does for every other person on the face of this planet. You say, well, if I had fame, I wouldn't have trouble. Really? You know how many famous people take their own life because they got a troubled heart? They can't figure it out? They're messed up? They've lost heart? The truth is we can stir and agitate our own hearts. I can bring upon myself a troubled heart by feeding off my list, constantly looking at my list Letting my list consume me. Letting my list overtake my heart. Or pretty soon my heart doesn't beat right. My heart doesn't function right. My heart's not in time with Jesus. We can stir and agitate our own hearts. The truth is we have a responsibility to guard our hearts. To store up the right treasure, not troubled treasure. Treasure that brings trouble and the troubles and this is to the individual perhaps you're here today and everyone else's heart is good in your home everyone else's heart is good you've been concerned with everybody else's heart you've been concerned about them worried that their heart might become troubled by what you're facing the circumstances and situations you're facing, what's happening in the world today. Yet your own heart, you've allowed to be troubled. What's the answer? It's the only answer I can give. Believe in Jesus. Have we lost the believing spirit? Have you lost the believing spirit? Are you tired, weary and well-doing, fatigued, apathetic, distracted? Are you hooked on other things? trouble trying to suppress it with attraction distraction or even addiction the word of the Lord today is the word of Jesus he said do not let your heart be troubled believe in God, believe also in me. We have all the reason in the world to be glad and no reason at all for our hearts to be troubled. Jesus Christ is overcome. I have no idea what your list is today. Jesus knows and he cares regardless of what we face in this life he cares about your heart he knows we will face things he knows we will go through things the reality is it's part of the process sometimes it's part of the refining process where he needs to deal with us why because he cares about you being ready for glory faith proved is more worth than gold refine me O Lord we sing songs like come and wow work on me God I give you everything the things this world mean nothing in light of you in light of your grace the things of the world are important but do you understand what I'm saying today this is a new year, and it's a year full of trouble.
I'd be a liar if I told you any different. Are you ready? It's a year full of trouble. Guess what? It's a year full of distraction. The enemy's going to come to distract. Why? He knows his time is short. He wants to come and distract. He wants to get us hooked on other things, attracted by other things, addicted to other things rather than the house of God, rather than the kingdom and the king and relationship with Jesus. He wants to eat up our time. He wants to work at us. He wants to bring trouble upon us. He wants to bring anxiety. He wants to bring depression. He wants to bring all these things upon believers. Why? So that pretty soon he can mess with their heart. They have a troubled heart. And you know what he wants more than anything? He wants you to lose heart. (laughs) Lose heart. And just become apathetic. Like, does any of this really matter? Yes, it does. Listen, your Savior has overcome. Be of good cheer. He says, take heart, do not lose heart. That's the word of the Lord today. This year, you are going to face trouble. Let's hit it head on. Let's take it as an opportunity. Let's say thank you, Jesus. This trouble, this is part of your divine purpose and your divine plan. I don't know why we think as soon as we face trouble we don't like, we're like... God must have taken a holiday. I guess he didn't know what he was doing. I mean, it says the steps of the righteous are order of the Lord, but I don't know about this detour. God knows exactly what he's doing. He's leading us every step of the way. And trouble's part of it. Trouble's part of it. Thank you, Lord. We are not a band of cowards, people. We are more than overcomers through him who loved us and gave his life for us. Let's love him and give our life to him, amen.